0: Ridiculous Rock Record Reviews With your host, Aaron Martell Hello there, I'm Aaron Martell and welcome to Ridiculous Rock Record Reviews a podcast where I talk about and review a rock album of my choice Today I'm flying solo, no co-pilots But if you're listening and you're interested in coming on the show to review an album with me, I'm always on the lookout for co-pilots to host the podcast with me. There's a couple of ways to get in touch with me, which I'll go over at the end of the show. So this is episode three, and this time I'm going to talk about an album that stands as a prime example of the musical genre known as power pop, Cheap Trick's 1979 album, Dream Police. Now what exactly is power pop? People have different ideas about it, but to me, it means pop songs that rock. You know, hooks and big choruses, but with loud guitars and pounding beats. And Cheap Trick do this masterfully. Their songwriting is almost always catchy and fun, and yet you can just rock out to them too. I love the shit out of this band. I can remember hearing Cheap Trick songs on the radio as a kid. Songs like I Want You To Want Me and Surrender were hits, and that's how this band first blipped on my radar. I liked almost every song they had on the radio, and that led me to pick up a Greatest Hits album when I was a teenager, largely due to the fact that their song The Flame became a monster top 40 hit. I liked every song on that Greatest Hits tape, and years later I picked up their 4 CD box set Sex America Cheap Trick. It was a career spanning set and I'll be fucked if I didn't like almost every song on that collection too. I finally had to just give in and say fuck it, I'm getting all the records. Over the ensuing years, I got all the albums and became a bona fide Cheap Trick fan. And very early on in that process, I got Dream Police because I knew a lot of the songs on it. That's my Cheap Trick story, and I'm sticking to it. Now I'll give you some stats about Dream Police, ripped straight from Wikipedia, that unending fountain of knowledge and facts. Ahem. Dream Police is the fourth studio album by American rock band Cheap Trick, Released on September 21st, 1979 on the Epic Label. It was produced by Tom Werman and recorded from 1978 to 1979 at the record plant in Los Angeles, California. It is the band's most commercially successful studio album, going to number 6 on the Billboard 200 chart and being certified platinum within a few months of its release. And here's the band's lineup card, just in case you were wondering exactly who these guys are. We've got Robin Zander, lead vocals and rhythm guitar. Rick Nielsen on lead guitar and backing vocals. Tom Peterson on bass guitar and backing vocals. And Bun E. Carlos on drums and percussion. Now let's get into the track-by-track on this sucker. Opening the proceedings is the title track, Dream Police, written by Rick Nielsen. It starts with Bun-E's drum fill going into a hard rocking tune with a keyboard line winding through it that doesn't distract from the crunchy guitar. One of the things I like about Cheap Trick is that they often don't use cliched formulas in their songwriting. And this song actually begins with a chorus giving you a taste of Robin's vocal hook. The verses in this song have no guitar, only Tom's bass, Bun-E's hi-hat and a weird ass keyboard part while Robin sings. It's an interesting choice and gives the song a creepy vibe. The song rocks hard through its pre-chorus and back to the chorus, keeping the listener engaged. There's a long middle section with Robin singing like a deranged serial killer over Tom's bass and a short guitar solo, leading to a swirling, ascending musical passage where the song feels like it's going to go off the rails. But then the chorus returns and pulls you back in. There are hand claps and cool background vocals, and this is one fucking dense, complex song. There's a lot going on, but it kicks ass. The lyrics are pretty obscure and leave a lot of room for interpretation. It's definitely sinister, and I pick up an overall theme of being watched and not in control, but I really couldn't tell you what the frickin' words mean. It really doesn't matter, though, because it's the mood that the lyrics set that counts. This is a great song, and it was the album's first single, which reached number 26 on the Billboard Hot 100. Next up, we have Way of the World, written by Robin Zander and Rick Nielsen. tempo rocking number, with an understated organ and orchestral string keyboards. It's another complex song and shows the direction the band was moving in, but the vocal melody and Robin's singing is so strong, you don't always pay attention to all the musical intricacy going on. There's a cool phaser effect on Rick's guitar, and the song is upbeat and catchy, despite the lyrics. Which paint a picture of a guy who's broken up with his girl, or she broke up with him, and he's trying to cope with it, saying that's just how it is and life goes on. At least that's my interpretation. I really dig this tune, and along with Dream Police, it's a great one two punch to open up the record. We move on to the third track The House is Rockin' with Domestic Problems, written by Tom Peterson and Rick Nielsen. of an old-school straight-ahead rocker with loud, crunchy guitars and Bun-E's solid driving beat. Cheap Trick is known for tackling controversial or unorthodox subject matter in their songs, and this one is an example of that. As the song title suggests, the lyrics are about domestic violence, and Robin does sing in a shouty tone. But it's still catchy and memorable, and I like this song a lot as well. Now let's go into the next track, Gonna Raise Hell, written by Rick Nielsen. with Bun-E's slow, simple drum beat and a plodding bass line from Tom that develops into a slow, grooving rocker with Robin yelling the words out and at times really screaming his ass off, especially in the middle section. The dude sounds like he's being murdered. I don't know how this guy didn't blow out his voice. He's an amazing, amazing singer. The lyrics don't say too much to me, just that the world is fucked up, we can't change it, so fuck it, let's raise some hell. Party like it's 1999, whatever. If somebody knows the real meaning of these words, by all means, let me know. This song is over nine minutes long, and that's way too long in my opinion. And though I do like the song, it's my least favorite on the album, and that makes this Aaron Stinky Stinker. I feel it needs some editing and could use a good trimming. Let's move on to I'll Be With You Tonight, the only song on the album written by the entire band. Is another typical catchy, cheap trick power pop song, a little bit by the numbers, but still very enjoyable. Straightforward music, straightforward "love you, baby" lyrics. Good, if unremarkable, playing and singing. Though I wouldn't say they mailed it in or anything. It's not a bad song. I still like it, but it's definitely not one of the highlights of the album. The next track is "Voices," written by Rick Nielsen. The big ballad of the record, and I fucking love it, it begins with numerous whispering voices fading in until the chorus melody is sung a cappella and then the music starts. Though the lyrics come across as an unrequited love song, the guy seems to be longing for someone who doesn't notice him. Robin's delivery keeps him from feeling too schmaltzy and you can hear the yearning in his voice. Let me tell you, along with being one of the band's good-looking heartthrobs along with Tom. Robin Zander is one of the great underrated and underappreciated rock vocalists of all time. I love his voice, and the guy can sing just about anything, the phone book, even to this day. It's aged a little, of course, but somehow his voice doesn't seem to break down like most everyone else who's been around this long. Back to voices. The chorus is incredibly catchy and will burrow into your eardrums. Rick plays a short but sweet guitar solo, and the swirling vocal harmonies toward the end of the song are outstanding. There are more keyboard strings in this one that add color without drowning the song in their sound. Voices was released as a single and reached number 32. Moving on now, we have Writing on the Wall, written by Rick Nielsen. Is yet another tight little Cheap Trick rocker, with a hooky chorus and each band member contributing what they do best. The band can write songs like these in their sleep, and they sound like no one else. The lyrics seem to reference the fact that they've heard themselves on the radio and the excitement of that. They're going to become the next big thing, and even if it's temporary, they're going to enjoy the moment. In truth, this album was recorded already when their record label Epic released the live album at Budokan earlier that year, and that album broke Cheap Trick big, The live version of I Want You to Want Me got massive airplay. I know you know that one. Classic rock radio still plays the shit out of it. And so by the time Dream Police came out, the band were superstars. So in the middle section of writing on the wall, there's some fake live crowd noise and Robin calling out various cities. And while that doesn't do anything for me, this song is still really cool. I dig it. Next up, we have I Know What I Want, written by Rick Nielsen. Good mid-tempo rock song with Tom Peterson taking the mic on lead vocals. There's nothing fancy about this one. It's pretty self-explanatory. Tom knows what he wants and that's you, baby. Basic I love you lyrics combined with a basic rock tune. I like Tom's voice. He's no Robin Zander, but as a change of pace it makes the song interesting. Otherwise the song would be fairly generic. The chorus as usual sticks with you and puts the song over for me. I really like it. The band even played this live as a showcase for Tom who, like every member of this band, is an underrated musician, great bass player. You step up and take your lead, Tom. The final track on the album is Need Your Love, written by Rick Nielsen and Tom Peterson. Bunt-E plays a mid-tempo beat, and the rest of the band slowly comes in and settles into a slow, burning groove. Robin's falsetto vocals are performed with a dreamy, wavering effect, and he sings the lyrics as if he's just floating along with the music. The lyrics themselves quote other songs like 8 Days a Week by The Beatles, 515 by The Who, and Long Time Gone by the Everly Brothers, and have Robin pleading the song title to the one who broke his heart. He needs your love, and no one else will do. Simple subject matter. Then the song kicks into another gear as Bunny picks up the tempo and it goes into a lengthy instrumental passage featuring Mr. Rick Nielsen's solid lead guitar playing. During this long extended jam, the band nicks parts of Emergency by The Motors, TNT by ACDC, and Bang a Gong by T-Rex, finally building up to a crashing finish. This song was released on At Budokan, so it was already known by the time Dream Police came out. For me, I totally get into the jam and I love this song, an awesome album closer. That's it for the track by track. So now I'm going to go into the album ratings. It's from zero to five. Zero being the worst piece of shit ever recorded and five being one of my very favorite albums. Cheap Trick is an incredible band that always seems to not get the respect it deserves. It's one of the few bands I can think of where all their albums are worth hearing. Some are better than others, of course, but even in their lesser records, there's always at least a couple of songs that stand out. I was pleasantly shocked when they got into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, proving that there may be hope yet for that wretched organization. Cheap Trick has it all. Solid musicianship, a goofy sense of humor, and above all else, amazing songwriting. Even their image is interesting, with Robin and Tom as the rock star gods on one side and Rick and Bun-E as the goofball sidekicks on the other. The band was well aware of this and played to this image on their album covers and promotional materials. As far as Dream Police goes? I feel it's the last album of their initial classic era, their best era in my opinion. You cannot go wrong with the first five Cheap Trick records. Self-titled debut, In Color, Heaven Tonight, At Budokan, and this one. It was an unbelievable three-year run for these guys. Dream Police gets a four and a half from me. It continues the streak of great albums the band was on, and yet it gives an indication to where the band was going from here, with occasionally more complex songs. I fucking love Cheap Trick. And I fucking love this album. Give it a listen. You'll thank me later. Now I'd like to give a shout out to a podcast that I enjoy listening to. This time it's Cheap Talk with Trick Chat. A Cheap Trick centric podcast. Hosts the Father Ken Mills and BJ Cramp go in depth with all things Cheap Trick. They have album reviews. They have interviews with people related to the band. And they really get into everything there is about this band. Far more in depth than I'm doing here. It's a great show, and if you're a fan of Cheap Trick, you need to listen to this podcast. It's the only one I know that focuses solely on Cheap Trick. It's a great show, Cheap Talk with Trick Chat. Dig it. And that's going to do it for this episode. I'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast. And I'm always looking for album suggestions and for co-pilots to come on the show and talk about your favorite or least favorite rock records with me. I can be reached at Ridiculous Rock Records, one word, RidiculousRockRecords at gmail.com. Or you can post your comments and or requests on the Ridiculous Rock Record Reviews Facebook page. And lastly, here at R4, we thank you so much for giving this podcast a listen. And a massive thank you if you like and support the show. Take care, and I'll catch you later. Robin sings in a falsetto... Robin sings in a falsetto voice and... No... Robin sings for... He does this. He do love.